Audio. This podcast is called Obsessed. Joseph Scrimshaw and his guest get some secrets off their chest. You should listen. It's the best. Hello and welcome to Obsessed with Joseph Scrimshaw on Feral Audio. I am your host. My name is still Joseph Scrimshaw. This week's episode features my fun yet honestly kind of desperate struggle to relax a little bit while I discuss Brock Wilbur and Claudia Dolph's obsession with yoga. Spoiler alert, being calm is really hard. As always, you'll also hear our co-producer Sarah Meyer interviewing random human beings around Los Angeles and seeing how they feel about yoga. Are they like me? Does the concept of relaxing make them a little tense? Have they ever been yelled at by angry people carrying yoga mats? Were they scarred by it? Is their favorite yoga position hunched over a laptop? We will find out. But before we dive deep into the soothing world of yoga, it's time to answer a listener-submitted question about their personal obsession. I throw out requests like this for obsessions on my Facebook and Twitter, so if you have an obsession that you would like addressed, uh, just follow me on all the social medias as at Joseph Scrimshaw. Recently, Tom St. said, I'm obsessed with Broadway musicals. What comic book character would make the best musical adaptation and why? Oh, oh, this is perhaps the most wonderful and the most difficult question I have ever been asked. I would love to see a Batman musical called Bats, just so many, many confused tourists would go to it thinking it was cats. I'd also love a Wolverine show starring Hugh Jackman, of course. It could be called Logan, Get Your Claws, or Killer on the Roof, or again, for the sake of just beautiful, beautiful confusion, it could be called Rent, using Rent as a synonym for tear. This Wolverine show would, of course, be a one-person show where Old Man Logan would tell you funny stories about the other X-Men and then do an elaborate song and dance routine called Cyclops is a Dick. Now, these are, of course, both fun, silly ideas that would make millions of dollars, but the musical that I would really like to see based on a comic book character is a musical starring Bizarro Superman. Now, if you're not familiar with this character, Bizarro Superman is a clone of Superman who gets everything backwards. There's a version of the character that was recently introduced as Supergirl's Bizarro clone on the CBS show. That character is a little bit more normal, but traditionally, Bizarro is a big, angry, confused, well-intentioned idiot who speaks like a cave person. You'll find Bizarro saying things like, me hate the government. It no good. That why me running for president. Bizarro is a tool in that he's an idiot, but he's also a metaphorical tool to expose the hypocrisy and insanity of everything around him, which, because he's usually hanging around with Superman, is kind of America. Bizarro doesn't stand for truth, justice, and the American way. He stands for lies, getting away with stuff, and the oppositional hyperreactive way, which is kind of a great description of parts of America. The other thing that's great about Bizarro is the trick with comic book characters on Broadway is all of the dangerous stunts. Now, Bizarro could wear a ton of padding, fly around on just fucking obvious wires, and bump into shit all the time, and it would actually fit the character. Besides all that, Bizarro is just weird in weird cells on Broadway. I mean, sure, you want it to be relatable and all that, but there are stories about cats and opera phantoms and people who can only express their emotions through ABBA songs, and they have been playing for years and years, and we don't, as a culture, question them. So, that's my vote. I want to see Bizarro Superman star in a great new Broadway musical that is full of 
incredibly weird stunts that fail spectacularly but don't kill anybody and have the play be an incredible critique of what is wrong with America. And I want this beautiful Broadway musical to be called Don't Go See Bizarro's Show. It no good. Real overpriced piece of shit. Everybody love it. Bye now. That's the whole title. That has to be the title. The whole thing. And honestly, I think that is a better title than Spider-Man colon Turn Off the Dark. So thanks for the great question, Tom St. But enough about Broadway. On to the plugging. Obsessed is made possible by your kind support on Patreon. If you'd like to help keep the podcast growing and coming out every week, you can throw us a buck or two a month by visiting patreon.com slash josephscrimshaw. You'll also get access to our bonus patron-only episodes. Shows. I do shows. On March 16th, I'll be doing a stand-up set for The Meltdown with Jonah and Kamal. Then, the weekend of March 18th, I'll be doing a bunch of comedy stuff at Wizard World in Las Vegas. Plus, my good friend Hal Lublin and I are cooking up a show here in Los Angeles for April Fool's Day. More info on that soon. So, if you want to come and look at my face while I'm saying comedy things live in person, you can find the details for all those shows at josephscrimshaw.com slash live dash shows. But now, get out your mats. Stretch out your limbs, breathe through your nose, and open your chakra holes. That's not how it works. And enjoy Claudia Dolph in Brock Wilbur's obsession with yoga. Hello and welcome to Obsessed with me, Joseph Scrimshaw. I'm sitting in my home with two people I legitimately, sincerely like. Claudia Dolph and Brock Wilbur. (laughs) Does that not not often happen on this podcast? Well, I I am in a state of just confusion about the introduction of my podcast because I have been uh, saying I'm sitting here in my home with two awesome people, uh, but then some people brought up concerns that maybe that was too pat of a way to introduce people and that I was not maybe being sincere. Cut them out. Cut them out. Cut them out. Cut them out. They're done. So did did you guys believe me when I said that I liked you? Yeah. Yeah. I mean... I guess I did until now, wanna... until until you double checked on the sincerity <laughs> and believability of and, such a statement. Now I'm, now I'm making you doubt me. That's terrible. I'm terrible. Uh, well, I think you're awesome, and I do sincerely, legitimately like you. So thank you guys for being here and doing this. Uh, Brock, can you tell the listening people a little bit about who you are and what you do? Hey, listening people. Uh, my name is Brock Wilbur. I'm a stand-up comedian with a couple of albums out, uh, a couple of podcasts up, and uh, the rest of my life I spend uh, doing a, a wide variety of writing. Uh, right now, my main gig is at a site out of Brooklyn called Inverse.com. Uh, we look at the pop culture stuff, but also a lot of science and tech stuff and a bunch of weirdo kind of vicey drug stuff, too. Uh, and it's uh, just the perfect place for me. It's my Venn diagram. And if you're listening to this show, uh, it might be the right spot in the Venn diagram for you for all your Deadpool news, but also which toads to lick and which toads not to lick uh, to, to pair with your favorite wine. Uh, so it's a, it's a good time. And that's, uh, that's me. I'm at Twitter and everything else at Brock Wilbur. Awesome. And Claudia. Hi, I'm Claudia. Uh, <laughs> co-founder. <laughs> Hi, Claudia. Uh, I, I'm a, I'm a co-founder and senior contributor for Geek Girl Authority with my buddy, Audrey Kearns. Yay. And, yeah, Yay. I am a yoga teacher. Um, former dancer, sometimes still a dancer, performer, uh, you know, kind of a gypsy, do whatever I can to make money and put my face out there so you can see it. Nice. And do you have any opinions on which toads are best to lick? (laughs) Audrey, wherever you are, I am still sorry. I, uh, I got in trouble at, at the Comic-Con panel uh, for being too mean to Doctor Who. Oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, and by being too mean, I think you just said, I hate that fucking show. It's stupid, right? 
It's I, something along those I'm lines. I'm not even, I, I think I just did like a, a hard sign and said I wasn't going to answer the question. Fair enough. I think you were just on that perfect line of it was unclear whether you were being ironic or really having a cathartic Deadly, moment where yes, you just said. Oh, the Brock I'm, Wilbur problem? <laughs> <laughs> the, the reason I can't hold friends? My yeah. new podcast, the Brock Wilbur problem. Uh, you've got some guests to line up. <laughs> Oh uh, yes, but you but you you have had a tortured relationship with Doctor Who. It is true. Yeah, and I, I didn't mean to bring that into Audrey's panel uh, and later. I was like, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I don't know why that went where that went. I, I think it was great because I then saw some people afterwards discussing whether or not they truly deeply like Doctor Who. And I love conventions. I go to conventions all the time, and they're mm. they're little hubs of positivity. But it is good, I think, to question within the positivity. Where, where are we really at? <laughs> <laughs> what's 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 problematic about this positivity? Yes. Which is all to say that Geek Girl Authority is an amazing site that I enjoy reading all the time. <laughs> and we try to keep things super positive and funny and that's yeah. sort of our, <laughs> our venture into it. Yeah. But that's bound to happen, right, with anything, even if you love it. If it turns into something that you have to do, yes. you lose the joy. Yeah, and that, that happens with geek stuff a lot. Yes. As I look at... Joseph's wall of all the Doctor Who's and all of the 007's and then you start to to look at yeah there's a good three-fourths of these that no one ever really needs like they're fine. <laughs> it's homework everything's but I homework I love bad things <laughs> the exact right kind of bad thing I love and there are many bad James Bond movies many bad oh, episodes yeah. of Doctor Who oh, yeah. uh, and I delight in them they're wonderful and I own them and display them for friends to see. Uh, is that what we're all, all three of us are building towards? Like, we just have to make a thing that, that the brackets of the thing are good. And then we can just throw bullshit into the thing. And it's like, well, it's good because it's part of the thing in the brackets. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah, I like whatever's in the brackets. Marvel? Did I invent Marvel? <laughs> I think you invented most properties, right? Most commercial properties. Uh, well, now we've talked a little bit about things that stress us out and mistakes we make in life, uh, that we might as well talk about ways to cope. Good. High five. Well, uh, we are here to talk about yoga. Uh, so I've been asking people what topics they'd like to hear on Obsessed. A couple of people said yoga. I think you are one of the people who said yoga, yeah. Claudia. And I was like, you actually know about yoga. I do. And Brock has had some interesting experiences with oh, yoga. I and I thought it'd be hear. great to bring you guys together. So to start, Claudia, can you tell people a little bit about what your history with yoga is? Yes. So like many people, I came to yoga because of an injury. Lower back injury. Super common. Lots of people go. Um, you know, my doctor was like, "You." I was dancing professionally full time, uh, doing eight shows a week. And my back was just giving out. Uh, my doctor was like, you need to get stronger within your own body, specifically your glute muscles and your core muscles, because okay. those are the things that support your spine. So I found... So you a, had to power up your butt and stomach. Power up my butt and my stomach. <laughs> your butt and your gut. I call them my butt and gut classes. If you're playing the bingo game for this at home, uh, we already hit core, uh, which should have been the free space. I don't know why. <laughs> Hello and welcome to core with Core Scrimshaw. <laughs> um, so... Uh, so I found a studio, and, and and this is very important to say that you have to find a studio that you connect with and a teacher that you really like. Yep. Otherwise, it's, especially in Los Angeles, it's a saturated market. Mm -hmm. You're going to find a lot of a lot of stuff. So it took me a few years to find my home studio where I'm at. So my journey with yoga began in like 2003, 2004. And it wasn't until 2007 where I really found the place that I connected, which is Yoga Blend. Uh, started taking classes there, and I 
the the teacher, my teacher, my friend, Christy, she's from Nashville. She's a really loud, warm person. And that's how the studio is. Loud and, and warm. Loud and warm. Nice. And I mean, the teachers <laughs> curse in classes. You can play whatever music you want. And you have such a wide variety of whatever it is that you need at that moment. So being the person that I am and I need to learn more and know everything about whatever it is that I'm doing, it's like, I'm going to go to yoga teacher training. I was already teaching dance at the time. I was like, well, this is something I can add into it. And I also wanted to know more about the history and the philosophy. So I did my 200 hour, started teaching after that. I really enjoy teaching. What's the two? Do you have so to do it for so 200 teacher hours? Training. Teacher training, okay. you have to do a 200 hour minimum. Okay. And then you teach on your own and you get practice classes after that. And it's you basically sort of built. give up your weekends for a period until yeah. you get the hours in. Okay. Yeah. And then you can, you know, it, after that, a lot of people go, oh, you know, this isn't really for me. For me, it was already part of being a physical person. And then also it was, you know, coming more into my life as a philosophy and a way of life um, because I was starting to grow up and I realized that I was just an asshole and selfish. <laughs> And so you worked your butts and my guts, your guts and, and your started, soul. Yeah, and my soul. Because, you know, you get older and you start to... You have to, a person core. Yeah. <laughs> that's different. It's, yes. And that's your Purusha. That's something else. But... Um, <laughs> what is that? What is your Purusha? Your Purusha is your soul, like your essence, like the okay. thing that doesn't change. Like whatever made you a comedian when you were a kid, even though your physical being and things have changed, that hasn't. Okay. Your origin it's story, your... Joseph. Okay. Yeah. So if you had asked me what a Purusha was, I would have said a Russian donut. But I'm glad to know <laughs> that it is my soul. It can be, though. <laughs> You're too skinny for it, but it's uh, fine. So how long? So 2003, 2004, you said you... you when I started, started yeah. Started your journey, yeah. and you're still teaching right now. I'm still teaching, yeah. And I'm going... Now, continuing my education, I'm doing my 300-hour ad- advanced training. Damn. So I'm in the middle of that at cool. the moment. Yeah. Cool. So my brain might be a lot of mush because that's a lot of information that I'm sort of in the midst of right now. Okay, well, we'll sift through. We'll we'll get to the Purusha of your brain, right? Is that a thing? No. Uh, Brock, what is your your, uh, yoga story? Mine comes in two waves. Uh, Four or five years ago, I started dating a girl who had just moved to town. Uh, uh, We had a bunch of mutual friends. And uh, we had started dating before I found out that she was also a part-time yoga teacher uh, and that threw off a bunch of sirens in my head that was like, I don't, I'm not, wait, what? So if you had known ahead of time, you wouldn't have started dating. I'm not sure. Okay. Uh, and then we got into the thing and she was like, oh, I don't believe in any of the spiritual side of any of this stuff, but like it is a different approach to medicine and stuff. And I think one night, I, I'm fairly certain what happened was that like, we were high or something. And she was like, put your arms over your head for and hold them there for 20 seconds and just breathe. <laughs> And, like, my world aligned. And I was okay. like, oh, like, yeah, they're just things, like, instead of being hunched over a computer and not moving all day, like, there's a part of it that's just moving, but there's an alignment and there's just changing your breathing can do all of these things. Uh, but that that relationship was very bad. Uh, and so we would often have these giant fights and then I would go to her yoga class. So to hear somebody do like <laughs> oh, a really passive yeah. aggressive like oh. namaste at you. Oh, yeah. Like, oh. I was like, I won't come back to this for a while. Uh, and then last year, um, my my new girlfriend uh, was like, I go to yoga a lot. You should try yoga because it might fix uh, some of the horribly broken things about you and i was like all right we'll give that a try was uh, there a specific inciting incident of anger or was it just a general sort of you were frustrated with life i i i think i 
I've always joked about being like an angry person, like on stage. And I have a, a very uptight persona in that way. Uh, and at some point I think I'd, I had just started crying because I was so angry at so many things. And it, like on a Tuesday afternoon, and I was like, this isn't what a person should do. And she's <laughs> right. like, you haven't like left this apartment in two days. Like you've, you're internalizing a lot of things and the world is real hard and weird right now. Why don't you come to this class? So she took me to a class uh, called Urban Zen, which she did not tell me that's what it was because had she told me that had that name, I would not have gone. <laughs> uh, and it was a, it was a, 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 a just a, rehabilitative sort of class a, a calming thing and it was in the dark so i was in the dark and i was like okay this is fine and nice and i'm just sort of stretching and, and things are good uh, and then a reiki master uh, walked through the room and no one told me what a reiki master is and if you don't know uh it's a dude that uh touches you or doesn't touch you but he has magic in his hands wait, 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 uh, wait, wait, wait. so you weren't told ahead of time that someone was gonna touch you in the dark people just walking in the well they were because everyone knew what a Reiki master was. And in retrospect, somebody was like, if you don't want it, pass on it. But those were just, they might as well have been bird sounds and carnival music. I didn't know what that meant. <laughs> well, yeah, I wouldn't know. So in the dark, I feel like that should be called later, a touch you master. Yeah, so a you touch know. you master. Yes. Uh, suddenly, uh, I was standing there with my eyes closed in the dark and a man ran his fingers through my beard. Uh, and I was not expecting it. Uh, so I, I punched him. I punched him in the gut. I just like, and it, it, it was in like, the glutes. No, in the face. In the uh, face. And he was right in front of me. And it was that sort of reactionary. Like, I feel like if it's, it's not anti-feminist, but I did feel like I was a lady and somebody was reaching for my purse and it was kind of a slap punch, but it was still like a punchy punch to the face. And I opened my eyes and went, Oh God, I'm sorry. And he was like, I'm fine because he's a, a magic yoga man. Nothing phases him. And he walked away and no one ever said anything about it. And it was my first class. So it was free. So my first time going to yoga for real, I punched a hippie in the face and no one cared. And I walked out and I was just like crying and so happy. I was like, I just feel good for the first. And I'll yeah. never be able to recreate that. Like I'll never get to right. like punch a Reiki master in the dark and have everyone be like, it's fine. Uh, and then move on. And, but that actually got me back into yoga in a real way. And the, the I go to Yoga Works uh, studio out here. Uh, when you sign up for that thing, they're like, by the way, if you hit up this class like 15 times in your first month, we'll make your monthly rate forever, like basically half of what it is. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. So there was a real impetus to be like, go to yoga a whole bunch now. And I, I did better than that. And in that first month, I started going like almost every day. I was like, oh, and, and and getting into different kinds of yoga and stuff. And it is a very funny thing because sometimes it will open you up in such a way that you're like, I'm just back into this day and things are fine. And sometimes you just like stretch your legs in such a way that every childhood trauma you ever like, <laughs> yeah. put away just comes just rolling comes out of your out. crotch. Yeah. And it's been mm -hmm. a very weird thing to like watch it walk out of that class and be angrier than I've ever been as an angry yell man in comedy <laughs> and just be like, I'm going to track down Craig from fourth grade and I'm going to murder his family. And you're like, thanks yoga. Thanks for the gift of getting in touch with what's inside deep down uh, below. I want to go back to the Reiki master for just a second. Do you think he didn't react when you punched him in the face because he had reached a mastery of yoga where he was so peaceful? Or do you think he gets punched in the face the first by first timers a lot? I, I've got to imagine that sneaking up on people in the dark doesn't always <laughs> reward you. Um, well, I'm also surprised that he didn't talk about the class, especially for newcomers, at the top of the class. And mm. then it surprises me that it wasn't acknowledged afterwards. No one said a because thing. Because 
I that's one that's one of the first things I say is anybody's don't first. Punch me. Don't punch me. <laughs> no, I want I want to find out if it's anybody's first time there. Right. Uh, and I like to focus on alignment. That's my like totally. I so and I say if if you don't want me to come and adjust you, I'm wave, not going to do it. Wave it okay. off. Yeah. That seems you know good. like because some people don't want it. some people just want to go to class and do their own thing. It's you know and it yoga is your own individual. You can do whatever you want with it. So Which I love about it because I love yeah. when there's like a dude there that's or like a girl that's better than the class or a, it's usually a girl that's either way more advanced than the class or a dude that just doesn't want to be a part of the thing. But you can wind up in yoga classes with people that are just like, I'm just going to do my own thing now. Like everyone's doing something and then like a, a dude will be like, I'm going to go lean against this wall now and like do breathing. And, and it's fine. It's, mm-hmm. it, it was one of my biggest fears when I first started. Is like, if I can't do this stretch they'll know I don't belong yeah. and I'll have to go. And I was like, oh, sometimes no. people yeah. can't do a thing and then they're just into a child's pose yep. or think people do that. And I love that I, with good yoga teachers, when you acknowledge at the top of the class, like who has injuries, who has, yes. has stuff like that. But then there's also a very funny moment that I'm still getting used to where uh, the teacher will ask like, Who's menstruating or pregnant? And if I'm there with my girlfriend, there's always like the, is this how <laughs> oh I found out? God. No? Okay, good. Like, you can see you can see panic in the eyes of dudes all over that classroom. That's nice. Well, that's awesome to hear uh, because I feel like the tension that I would want to get rid of in yoga class is the feeling of never being able to do things well enough or correct enough. So the right. freedom to be like, eh, if you right. screwed up, great. And don't, not, I, won't, I won't come over and touch you and make you yeah <laughs> make you do it right because hopefully hopefully it's not just like a, you know you're just not going to go a couple times hopefully it's a journey uh, you know to whatever you want out of it okay. so you're going to grow and you're going to keep coming back and whatever it is that you're working on that's at your own pace at your own you know but you're absolutely your, right it can't be like a one-off thing like right as soon as you get into it you have to be like this is a thing I have to just I have committed yeah, to. Yeah. yeah. And it's good for my brain and it's good for my body physically. It's good for, you know, you know, to make sure your bones are stronger and you're getting oxygen to your muscles and that's going to feed your brain and you're going to work your left and your right brain. So all of this stuff is happening and it's making you a better person. Cool. Wow. I, I hadn't even thought about the multi-brain side of the thing. Yeah. yeah. That's really important. So Claudia, you, you are an instructor. Why does anger get released from Brock's legs sometimes? There, there's this theory and this thought that, you know, you hold a certain amount of tension in different parts of your body, particularly your hips. So your hips are connected to your lower spine, which is the center of everything. Right. So all your nerve endings, everything comes out of your spine. So like I have had a ton of lower back stuff, as you know, Um and so all of these muscles, for whatever reason, will just hold all of this tension and pain. Okay. And so once that starts to open up and you start working, like, say, your piriformis and your glutes, um, your hip flexors and your psoas, and all of those start to open up and release and get actual, actual oxygen and space into that, that's just going to open up everything. I mean, that's just a huge release. So... It's just like the putting the, the arms above the head thing. Like yeah. for podcast work from home, <laughs> dudes like us, like how often do you open your hips in yes. a new way? I am a professional hunter. Yes. That's what I do for a yeah. living yes. is hunch yeah. my body. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah. So, so yeah. So just as okay. I lean down to get into the microphone. <laughs> yeah, lean down real low to get into the microphone. Okay. So you guys have both talked about you can get whatever you want out of yoga, but then it actually has like these uh, kind of concrete physical that results that have to do with actually where nerve endings go and all that. What is the goal of yoga? Like, if yoga was a video game and you were gonna beat the boss, what? How do you beat yoga? How do you? What's the goal? Well, you want to take that out. Yeah. You don't want to beat anything. <laughs> no, I want to win. I, I want to win I, at I, yoga. I know so very little about yoga, but as soon as you started that, I was like, this is wrong. <laughs> okay, so you can be wrong in yoga. Yeah, absolutely. The, oh, we the, welcome being wrong and failing, and that's okay. how you learn and, you know, whatever. I'll give you the video game equivalent. It's in uh, San Andreas, uh, Grand Theft Auto, where your character needs to eat fast food to replenish health, but if he eats fast food and doesn't go work out at the gym... He becomes a fatty and can't run away from the cops. So you've got to go to the gym and keep him working. It is that you need to be in running out of the cop shape emotionally, Joseph. It's finding balance. Thank you. It's, it's um, what you might call samadhi. So it's finding this blissful, happy place where you feel balanced. Okay. So for me personally, and that's so much easier to say, obviously, you know, especially in the society, especially being Americans and how we're conditioned, it's, you know, go, 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 fight, 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 fight all the time. So (laughs) I like to say, yeah, Yeah. I like to say, so my, when I am most blissed and focused is when I'm hanging out, say, with my niece. I love her more than anything. I'm focused on her. We play. It's just us. We're connecting as humans. I'm connecting as an older person, passing on wisdom to this younger person. You know, it's this whole Balance that I don't find in a lot of other places because okay. my tendency is to be a negative person and everything around us feeds that. Right. So you try to find that happy, blissful, sattvic state. So it's not about negating your negativity. Right. It's, it's about just, balancing it. Yeah. And saying, I, I acknowledge that I really want to flip this person off in traffic right now because <laughs> they're driving like an insane person. Yeah. And they're being mindless and unaware. And I'm the most mindful person right now. <laughs> and I'm very aware because I'm yoga. There's a very there's a very hard part of LA yoga, which is dealing with the traffic yes. around yoga, especially like parking lots and stuff, Oof. a minute before or after the class. Yeah. You're like, wow, I'm so, oh my God, yes. what are you doing? I need to go right back to yoga because everything like got immediately ruined. There's nothing like walking around with your yoga bla- going, flipping somebody <laughs> flipping off. off. Yeah. yeah. I, yeah. I go to a, a studio on Hollywood Boulevard uh, most of the time, and uh, there's been construction around it lately. Uh, which has made the quiet times very funny for me because you can hear, <laughs> hey, Bill, and then just jackhammers. <laughs> but one of my first times there, there was like a there was like an armed robbery across the street. So there oh was just God. this flood of police cars and shouting and what I'm still convinced was gunshots during like peaceful meditation time. And in my head, I was just like, the movie Heat is on the other <laughs> side of that door. Like, I feel peaceful, but also... Michael Mann is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> and did everybody just keep yoking through yeah, the Michael Mann movie? You just go. You just right. go. And sometimes you don't notice. And then there was uh, there was a day where it started raining in the middle of it. And I was like, I think I made this happen with my soul. <laughs> and then I heard like, hey, Bill, and some jackhammering. I was like, ah, I don't have control over everything yet. Well, it's maybe fine. maybe you made Bill. <laughs> yeah, I made Bill have a jackhammer <laughs> that will always be there. And is always. But the, there's a very fun moment that happens when you uh, are are kind of in yoga for the first time. And it's when I, and 
I'd been in it for two weeks when I was like, I'm going to look at this at the teaching thing because I was like, what's the worst side of this? Like I dedicate 200 hours to like figure out this thing and figure out if it's for me. And it's nice mm -hmm. to know that sometimes people do that. And they're like, I don't know, I got teacher training and I am I could teach yoga and it isn't for me, but you you can explore all the different sides of it mm -hmm. in this way. And it's sort of this just like sudden advanced class. It's like, I don't know. Do I want to do night school for yoga for a while and yeah. figure out if it's for me? And especially when you're in that first like blissful state of like, what is this thing and why yeah. is it so good for me? It's such an exciting thing. And I keep circling back to it thinking like, it's going to, it's going to disrupt my brand and it's going to confuse all my <laughs> friends. And they're like, you know, Brock got yoga teacher training. <laughs> like he's, he's certified. Like, I don't know where that came from for him. Uh, it is, it is such a fun, nice thing to have. And I, for, for me, the first thing that it became, even even if it hadn't have been yoga, is just to take an hour out of the day and not be worried about my editor yelling yes. at me or yes. financial problems or my family's health. And just to be in a space where no one knew me or asked anything of me and I just got to be yes. me and that time out right. uh, gives something oh. back to you in a way where even if I just wasn't doing anything and, and as long as I wasn't in front of Netflix or something just in a space being quiet right so at the nice. bare minimum it is isolated you time where a part of your body is being stretched a little bit yeah at the bare minimum and that, and that's 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 a very uh, so yoga is you know it's a it's a broad term but that is something that is very very important as human beings that we don't often take into consideration that we need time to receive and to you know, watch a play, learn something new, because I think especially as performers, you're constantly giving and writers are constantly giving and putting things out there for everyone else. And receiving is a thing that you forget about. And you, right? yeah, you totally forget about it and you stop taking care of yourself. And then that's when you start to burn out and you, and then, and then you do nothing because yes. then you're just like, I, I, I can't deal with this at all. And you shut down and you hole up. <laughs> you know, like I, it's stuff that it's something that I have to practice. Like I have to be very mindful of like, I need to go and hang out with people, yeah. human beings. I need to go and see a play. I need to go take a hike out in nature. I need to breathe the outside. You know, like I need to take these things in and take care of myself. I need to get a massage. I never feel like I deserve a massage. Right. But that's the these things are important. And you have that bad thing that you have your own site, which is open-ended, that you could pour every minute of the day into it. Yes, it's and you're just sitting there. When to stop. Yeah, and then you're just angry at your computer right. because it's too slow and it's like, oh, yeah. and all this stuff. Look at stuff. my clerks. Yeah. Come in, clerks. Yeah. Come in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so I always research a little bit on my topic on Wikipedia. Uh, so I, I read uh, a lot about yoga. Yeah. I understood some of it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> most of it That's was... A lot. Uh, a lot. Well, most of it was about sort of the beginnings. Uh, this was probably actually the, the most uh, sort of mature and insightful thing I've read on Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> because most of it... No, no one's trolling the yoga page on Wikipedia. They haven't. Yeah, yeah. It's not. It's not like the Captain America Winter Soldier page. Where they're like, actually, fuckers, no. The chakras in your boner. <laughs> There's none of that, sadly. Uh, but it, it is the Wikipedia page is so focused on the uh, origins of yoga as a mostly spiritual thing from India, and I mm -hmm. expected as I got towards the end of the Wikipedia page to kind of have more information about what. The yoga I'm more familiar with culturally is the sort of American go to a the studio, poses. The, poses the poses and all that. And there wasn't much about that. But the what it made me think about is obviously it started as a spiritual thing. Mm -hmm. uh, what do you think in our modern version of it? What do you think is the sort of American spirituality of the way we're doing it now as a 
like yoga gets kind of lumped in, I think, in a cultural mind with like cardio class. It's something you do for your body, but it also makes your your mind feel good. But it is also a money making thing with studios doing mm-hmm. it. So mm-hmm. given what yoga is to America, what is the spirituality in it? Um, I think the spiritual the spirituality. <laughs> Let me get you another beer. But, <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's me. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's me. I've been having Rock coffee. will be back in a moment. <laughs> well, I think for me personally, in my little you know my studio, my home studio, and the and uh, my studio, my sister's studio in Dallas. I think it's the sense of community. I think okay. that we are so we're so on the internet and so detached and so unaware of each other, just because of the nature of technology and how things are. That when you find connection with human beings, however that is, in class with the right. poses and stuff, um. I think that's something that people miss, and yeah. I think that's what the big connection is there. Yeah, so it is totally secular, right? It's just... It is now, yeah. I mean, back in the day when it started, mm-hmm. yoga was one-on-one, so yeah. it wasn't these group classes that everybody goes to. Like, you would study with a master or a guru for 30 years or whatever until okay. that person died, and then you would pass along your information to somebody else. And that's how it was until like like the what the seventies or something. Yeah, and you would Beatles be trying and... to reach like some spiritual and emotional yes. high point, right? Yes. Oh, you just wouldn't rotate through various Jocelyns. <laughs> no, okay. <laughs> Brock, what did you find in my fridge, alcohol wise? <laughs> it doesn't matter. I found your Spider-Man three wine glass <laughs> next to your Wally wine glass. Why did Wally even have a wine glass? Oh, Wally. Oh, I got it at uh, at Pixar. I got a tour of Pixar, and you can you can only get those at Pixar. Ooh. And I thought this, I I could be a better husband. I'll buy this for my wife. Because she likes Wally. You're already the best husband. Oh, no. Be real clear no, about that. No, I spend a lot of time hunching. My wife is a dancer. Yeah. And she comes home and looks at my shoulders and goes, ah, I'm going to have to stretch you, aren't I? I like, I like that yep, we hunters uh-huh. all found somebody that actually has control over their body to be disappointed <laughs> in us at all times. Yeah. Uh, this sounds sexual, but it's not. I have learned so much about my body from my wife. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's yeah. okay if that's sexual too, Joseph. Because you're married. Well, yeah. Well, of course, I know. human beings. I uh, know. Sex is a bad, naughty thing. I don't know if you know that. It's a oh, bad right. thing that right. we should be ashamed of at all times. Sorry. Oh, Minnesota. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Mi- Minnesota did not help with my body because it's cold and it makes you, your body tighten up. It makes you hunch. I hadn't known about the Americanization of yoga to the extent it was uh, until I got the P90X box set oh of my like, gosh, workout yes. DVDs. Yes. And uh, there's like 14 DVDs in there. One's like, making your ass tight. And the other one's <laughs> yeah. like, oh, your toes are strong now. Uh, but one of the DVDs was a yoga DVD. And the thing that I'd had a problem with throughout P90X was that I can't watch that dude make the same jokes every day that he would joke around with people like, when have that towel, Kim? Yep. <laughs> uh, what is the yoga one called? Your chakra can kick ass now. It's, it's just yoga, but it was it was very much just the same as every other P90X thing. There was no spirituality about it. They're like, now the downward facing dog. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he's doing the same kind of jokes like, cool yeah. cool nipples. Kimberly Ayers just like, what do you do with that? Cool that nipples? Yeah. Uh, nipple. Does he really have the same voice as yes. the Mortal Kombat announcer? Kind yeah. of. <laughs> Yoga tality. But he, and it, it, it's not even fun. It, it's, it's just little throwaway things like, way to go, Jeremy, I guess. <laughs> uh, but he, he does it and that really so to watch him do that over yoga, which I'd known just enough about at that time to be like, this is bad and wrong. Like, I know that this is not what yoga <laughs> Too is supposed feely, to be. Too touchy-feely, right? <laughs> there shouldn't be, like, 
this generic rock music okay. in the background <laughs> and like a countdown, like 20 seconds, 18. <laughs> All right, we're going to make it now. And here's like, that's not, no, you just don't, don't do this. Yeah. 19 seconds to spiritual bliss. Uh, <laughs> Which to be fair, older Brock, like younger Brock would have been totally on board with that. I was like, yeah, I do need a countdown to tell me when to be happy. <laughs> have that's I reached fine. you that's for it? <laughs> oh, so now we've had nice conversations about uh, the spiritual importance and what is it brought you. I, ha I have some dumber questions. Yeah. Uh, do you have a favorite yoga position or pose? Because I think that is what a lot of people think of when they think of yoga is it's, oh, it's the poses. Yeah. Asana. Asana is the, Asana is the Wikipedia physical. told me that's the na the proper name for poses. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. What does it mean? What does Asana mean? Um, Asana is, I mean, it's just the physical, it's the physical aspect of it. Okay. But in modern American, like when you're teaching it and going to class, do you do specific poses? Um, yeah. Um, there's certain, so say like Bikram, which is the heated yoga, will do the same 26 poses every single time. I will theme my classes, so we're going to work on different stuff each time, and it might be more of a spiritual theme, and it might just be, we're working on backbends today. Okay. I'm a backbender, so mm. I like to go upside down. I like to do Urdhva Dhanurasana, which is, you know. Say that again? Urdhva Dhanurasana. Okay. So it's going upside down. It's the wheel. It's, okay. You know. Is there is the wheel the American name for it? I guess that's what I I was teaching some kids and they're like that's a wheel and I was like <laughs> okay you little assholes like, the, this is also made worse for me by the fact that the uh, the app that my office uses to let me know when I'm late on a deadline is literally called Asana. So when I get out of classes, sometimes Asana is yelling at me that I should have been doing more work. Are you serious? Did they yeah. do that on purpose just to be assholes to the concept of yoga? Maybe. Wow. Okay. Do you? Have I didn't a... put it together until a few weeks ago, and I was like, "Oh, this isn't great." <laughs> okay. So Claudia likes doing the wheel or the thing that I can't remember Urdh how to say. Urdhvanyarasana. Urdhvanyarasana. It's just not going to happen uh, without a lot of practice. Brock, what is your favorite uh, thing to do with your body in yoga? <laughs> uh, my favorite thing to do is to accidentally do something and not realize I've done it. Like I've never been able to like bend over in my entire life and touch my toes. Oh as wow. A six, seven dude. Uh, and then one day I just bent over and I was just touching my, to just grab my toes. And like, there's things like that, like putting my arms uh, behind my back and grabbing them awesome. or, or like stretching my legs out and grabbing both toes that it'll happen. And then I'll like realize it's happening like Wiley e. Coyote walking off a cliff. <laughs> and then like, especially if I'm alone in the class, I'll just look around for somebody to acknowledge like, ah, hey, are you, are you I'm doing it. And people are like, Yeah. We've done that our entire lives. It's like, no, but for me, it's a big deal. Like, like every time I manage to pull one of those things off, I'm like, oh, this is actually having an effect. What do we? I, I have a great teacher uh, who is 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 my sort of go to for a vinyasa class, uh, and uh, she is from the Midwest. She used to be a professional cellist. So she has perfect pitch, and when people get off on the chants or something, and I'm like tonally, it drives her insane, really? which she's never found a way to make peace with, which I think is funny. Maybe that's, that's why I'm with her. She has some anger. <laughs> yeah. She, she also funny. has a very flat, loud voice and likes to shout things at me like, soften the face. And I'm like, I don't know how to, I don't know how to soften. It doesn't soften anymore. Is that this. a yoga thing or is that in life? Yeah, like you, you're doing the dishes and she wants you to soften your face. You, you try to, to have a calm, normal face and not like stretch and do good oh, stuff. Right. So sometimes people will be like, you can't 
look like you're trying so hard. I'm like, but I am trying <laughs> so very hard. I don't know how to keep it on my face. Uh, but her particular thing is that she loves to ask you to do things that are way too much because they're impossible. Uh, so it's this sort of escalating thing where she'd be like, now, uh, now stretch your legs. Now stretch them a little further than they can go. Now stretch them further than that. Now grab the sun. And, you're just, <laughs> and, and every time she does something like that, I try. I'm just like, yeah. And every time I'm like, that's how I'm going to go to the hospital one yeah. of these days. Like what happened to every like disc in his back? <laughs> he tried to grab the sun. Marta said to grab his the sun. His legs were real far apart. He was listening so, so well. Okay. So your favorite yoga position is just any time that you surprise your own body. <laughs> <laughs> Hooray, we're doing this now. <laughs> yeah, we did that's... this thing. Oh, that's great. That's, that's awesome, great. though. Uh, this is a slightly bullshitty question, but I also am curious if there's any real answer that I could incorporate into my life. Is there a yoga position where I could still look at Twitter? <laughs> I have seen it in class. Soften your face, Claudia. Soften your face. Yes, this is this is a... This is starting to become a thing. It is genuine Is it problem. really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. People, so this has come uh, up in your class, you said. Oh, yeah. Okay. It's amazing to see. It's, it's so... So it seems like it is against the spirit of yoga. So, yeah. So the, the point is to be able to focus <laughs> and detach from whatever's going on out here. Right. So how are you... I, I just... I, you know, I, I heard a story the other day of someone like entry pose tweeting and what is entry pose tree pose is i'm going to stand oh, up uh, but i'm going to tree pose so, okay yeah you put your yeah. you're standing on one leg i know tree i like thought a, you said entry like a posse entry pose okay oh, you know posse <laughs> i do so uh and i know tree pose from my wife <laughs> yes uh, this is my favorite podcast <laughs> uh but i thought you said entry pose and that entry, could mean to me like Texas are, are you uh, <laughs> entry applying pose. for a job or okay <laughs> Uh, so you're doing tree pose. And somebody's like texting and checking their Twitter, which to me is, come on, it's an hour. It's an hour. It's Let an it hour. go. Yeah. Okay. So what what has happened in your class, Brock? I have seen multiple people just keep their phones on throughout class yeah, and continue it's... using them. And and it, it, it speaks to, I think, a very Hollywood mentality that somebody can literally yell at them and tell them to leave. And they're just like, whatever, I paid to be here. I'm going to stay. Right. And you just, I, one, one dude was a... Uh, I'm going to say like a 22 year old, like African American kid that was sitting next to me in class. And I was just amazed that he just did not care. He was totally cool. Like the teacher yelled at him in such a way that if I had been yelled at, I would never come back to yoga again. He <laughs> was like, whatever. And still kept kind of doing the poses, but also was like texting with somebody throughout the whole thing. Okay. At one point I even whispered like, what are you doing? <laughs> a nice peaceful yell. Yeah, like wow. How? I'm impressed. Confused. Yeah. It's a generational thing. Yeah. I'm going to turn into an old cranky lady, but No, I understand. It's... I I spend I live most of my life on a porch with a cane shaking it. Uh, <laughs> and, and, I, and you're right, I get it that some people yeah. at this point need it to feel okay. There is something that does feel weird about me sometimes, especially on a stressful day when I don't have it there where I'm like do I need to go out and check it? Like, maybe that's what I have to do to feel okay right now. Right. Uh, which is a bad thing that I'm trying to break, but, you yeah. know, that's where we are. Well, I see it from two two perspectives, because I'm pretty obsessed with social media, and it's pretty necessary for, like, career stuff that mm. I do to be on social media. So or at much least so you phone. wouldn't come to my Oscar party. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that I wouldn't come to your Oscar party. We'll it's put that a, you couldn't. We'll put a pin I'm in this. I'm wondering why you couldn't have live-tweeted 
at his house. That's what I said. Okay. <laughs> he, this is what this is what Brock said. In this my is, head, he has to take his pants off to light. Uh, no. <laughs> so Brock emailed me. We'll, we'll we'll do a little divergence. Okay. Here. Brock emailed me to to. I, well, I emailed him to do this podcast. And he said sure and come to my house to my Oscars party. And I was like, I want to, uh, but. A, uh, I, I legitimately, my wife had been gone for a week and I needed to clean the filth apartment uh, that I had created. And then I needed to leave in the middle of the Oscars to go pick her up whenever she texted me that, hey, my plane's going to land. And then the honest and sad part is I'm very obsessive about live tweeting. So huh. like the distractions of other humans being kind to me, being my friends and looking at me and offering me <laughs> drinks would take me out of my live tweeting game. Which is the bad part of it, the negative part of it. Wow. wow. I'm actually wow. crying. <laughs> <laughs> You're crying out I'm of... so sorry. Are you crying out of shame for me? I just, I just want to fix you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm putting my hands above my head in the, your first yoga pose. Yay, we're I can here. feel my shoulder blades opening. Uh, so once a week, you're going to make a plan with Brock. And yeah, this gonna, is this is our new friendship. You're gonna go and watch a movie, or just like I want to grab a drink, yeah. but it's gonna be outside of here. Yeah, no, I I admit I, this is it is a <laughs> this severe is your yoga. It is a, like the Oscars thing is weird because on the one part there is the the honest Twitter thing of like yes I shouldn't be that obsessive and like if it was just I won't come because I need to be like alone in my live tweeting bubble like that's bad and wrong and I wouldn't do that. The other part of it is like legitimate of like I did like multitask and clean the house and I did leave in the middle of the uh -huh. house to go pick up my wife. Uh -huh. But the other part of this is that he let me know four days ahead of time he was going to have to clean the apartment. I was like, what are we doing in these four days right. in between? So what so happened that you couldn't clean? What happened that I couldn't clean? Well, A, life just being I'm busy hunched over things. And also I make that was that's my plan for when Sarah's gone. I just let it all pile up. I just let it all go. And then ah. clean up all at once. Oh, that gave me shit. Yeah. Oh, well, please. Please do. Please do. So, uh... It's for a good cause. Yeah. Fixing Joseph Scrimshaw. Yeah. We were talking... We were talking about damaging issues when it comes to, uh... To social media. Which, absolutely, my, my live tweeting problems and my, my socialization problems certainly, uh, fit into that. But... I think that there is the one side of things where like, oh, yes, we could let social media go a lot more. Mm -hmm. Then there's the other side of it of just life changes. The way we interact changes. Mm -hmm. History changes. We evolve. You know, years ago, people would be like, yes. why do you need a car? Why can't you just build a time in your schedule to walk? And, like, yes. and now we accept like we're just like, of course, it's no one would walk four hours. Sure. And you take a car because it takes a half hour. So I feel like we have those sort of societal shifts. Sure. So it was, that was part of the thing about when the Twitter threatened that they were going to change the algorithm about how things happen and mm -hmm. people overreacted and, and people, why are you overreacting? And several of my friends had very excellent explanations about that thing. They're like, well, I've invested five or six years of my life building a following here on Twitter and a way I interact with people. And it's part of my job at this point, especially people in the like indie video game world. They're like, if I don't have this audience anymore because something changes on an algorithm level that doesn't allow them to see my interactions and my next game suffers. And also most of my friendships that I consider my best friendships like yeah. suffer. like small changes and something like that can adversely affect somebody's life at this point because we've especially if you've invested that much in, yeah. in one space. Yeah. So so imagining that you you get to a point where you accept that just people need to look at social media, at least some of them, or need to look at their phone during yoga 
What's what's the best pose to accommodate that? Where Zero. Can... So, <laughs> she's not engaging on this one, and I, she's great. right. This was that was awesome because this is the I think the first time in the podcast where I asked a question, I got an answer, and then we went on like a twenty minute diversion. <laughs> I came back to get the answer again. And you're just like, nah, fuck no, fuck it. Because these are th- these are my two things. I think that it is important when you're coming into a class, and I feel this way about theater too. Because I don't know if you've been to a live play or musical lately. But it's people just like constantly yeah. on the phone. There's a huge disrespect there. I went to immersive theater over the weekend and they gave us the hashtag to use when posting. I was like, I'm not going to pull my phone out during your no. show. Please don't even encourage other no. people to but, do that. Yeah. You know, like I went to the Amundsen for something and it was just like all these kids like on their phones, even talking. And I was like, these people are working their butts off. Right. I went to go see the second, second city and um, Hubbard Street did a, you know, did a collaboration and it was a great improv comedy dancing. Nice. People are on the phones and I'm like, these people are working their asses off right now. So you are showing them such disrespect. So oh that's God. A. Yeah. Two, being in a yoga class, if you're not focused, you're going to hurt yourself. Okay. Yes. You're going to injure yourself. Yes. Okay, so if I'm on so, Twitter, I'm going to pull a groin muscle. Probably. If you're not focused, you're going to hurt yourself. And then that's on you. Okay. And you can't go, oh, I hurt myself in yoga. I'm like, no. <laughs> they that's do sound fault. like that. Yeah. <laughs> the people who use social media sound exactly yes. like that. Can you do your impression again? Hashtag groin pool. And, and there is something about my line in that I feel like I know I used the line in of like I was angry and sad and there was these things and then that that feeds into it. But I've also seen people that like my anger is sort of a faux anger and it, it's really a, a disappointment in, 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 in the world and trying to make things better. But I see a lot of people that are just dicks. <laughs> or real, real bitchy people that then use yoga as like a shield for the mm-hmm. thing. They're like, oh, yeah. I'm not that angry. I'm in yoga. And you're like, oh, you use you're that right. the same way a lot of my friends use. Like, I'm in therapy, so I can't right. be as fucked up as you think I am. Like right. the, the anger yoga thing, I feel like is, is a trope. And I, I've mm-hmm. had those friends before, which I think is what kept me away from it when I thought I needed it before. It's like, it, that hasn't helped or changed that person. They just say, I do yoga now. Yeah. So it's... The perception is on you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I have had a person. couple of really bad experiences yeah. where I have had spaces like for a rehearsal for a show that have accidentally been double booked with somebody doing yoga. And it's the most frightened I've been in my life <laughs> when people walk in and realize the space has been double booked. And I have been screamed at twice in my life with people saying, we booked this space for yoga. And they got the mats. They're ready to go. And it's always struck me as funny because like I wondered if it's is it just like that people are at the point where like. We've planned on this. We need this release, and we're at the. We're, this is the height of our anger, right before we. You do double yoga. booked with our needle exchange. If we're not going to exchange needles today, no one does heroin. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. Is I, it that people are at the height of their anger uh, pre yoga, or is it that people are using yoga as an anger shield? We're like, I can be a dick because I do yoga. I mean, who knows? It could be both. You know, it could be a lot of things. I, I mean, I see it. I see it a lot. <laughs> you um, see a lot of yoga anger. Yeah, you know, people get people get. Um, funny about like say subs like if a sub comes in Mm -hmm. and it's not their regular teacher that can put somebody off right real quick uh if somebody's in their space like they always go to the same space if somebody's there it's like you know no this is wrong yeah if somebody's using a blanket that they wanted to use because they wanted that color you know like it's there's certain (laughs) los angeles is picky sometimes yes (laughs) (laughs) but in in this but it happens everywhere i suppose Mm -hmm. that people are going to try to get in this centered state of mind that they need things to be a certain way to be in a centered state of mind 
It's a kind and of you balance. Expect that they would give things up ahead of that, and instead, people are like I have a checklist. Yeah. Right. But if that's this something is what that I need. you want yeah. and that you need, then you maybe should think about having privates. Having having private private lessons. Private lessons. Okay. Rather than going to a group class, if you want things exactly a certain way, okay, sure that can happen. You but... should have privates, Joseph. <laughs> <laughs> I try. I try. I really do. I don't. I need to work on it though. I can be better about. That's why I didn't go to your house. Having party. privates. <laughs> I can't go. My wife's coming home. I need to clean my privates. <laughs> uh, I love this. Okay. So. Tell me if this is not okay, Claudia, but is there, you're an instructor. You, I've watched you do so many shows and podcasts. I've never seen you couch so many questions. <laughs> let me know if this crosses the line. Hey, assholes. Do people really do the farts? I don't know. They sure I, I read on Wikipedia that people pass air through their buttocks. Yes. Is that true? Does oh, it happen yeah. in your head? Oh, yeah. I wasn't even going to ask about that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Is I've it, done it. Is it real loud? Sure, sometimes. In a very quiet room? Yes. When you are releasing, like, man, especially in a restorative class, when you are, (laughs) the point of a restorative class is is ultimate relaxation, to rest. Okay. You're not not working on anything, you're just sleep, it's napping yoga. What is the social agreement when a loud fart happens? Is the social agreement that we're in a peaceful Zen state, so if we laugh, we laugh, or is it like, no, let's be mature? I, I haven't seen anybody, like, laugh about it. Okay. I think it happens, and it happens. You know what's going to happen. I saw, I, I saw the laugh once, I, but it was because it was a particularly <laughs> hilarious laugh. It went... <laughs> like, it had the little twist at the end, and I think everyone was like, we well, were fine with that thing. Yeah. But there was a, a Looney Tunes Sounded. trumpet. We couldn't nod. Yeah. There was like six of us in the room. We're like, we can all agree that was yeah. that was funny. That's a. That's I mean, I claimed it. Like I was in a restorative class with a friend of mine, and it happened. And then I texted her afterwards. I was like, that was me. <laughs> you did the post text. Oh no. And she uh, was that's like, like bragging. Yeah. And what restraint to not pull out your phone right away? Uh, so I wasn't going to ask about farts, but thank God we did talk about farts. Oh I yeah, a lot. it happens. Is there is there any yoga? little bit of yoga, little bit of stretching that I could do right now on the podcast that could be audible, that people could listen to me, try to unhunch and relax a little bit. Um, yeah, like a chair yoga pose. Yeah, so sure. Set up yeah. nice and tall. Okay, set up nice and tall. Okay, I'm going to take nice my tall. shirt off. I'm going to get serious. Oh, he's gonna... <laughs> Bring out my pasty everyone white guns. Off, everyone take off your shirts. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't happen in my class. Happen? Okay. <laughs> this is exactly this is... how I thought it looked. <laughs> this, this is, is not a private. Okay. Uh, all right, so I'm sitting up uh, as straight yeah, as I tall. can, which feels unnatural and painful because I'm a hunter. Yeah, holy moly. Yeah. <laughs> Start to lengthen your spine. Okay, okay. Making space in your side body. My side body? Oh, man, that just makes me feel so fat. What? My side, because I... Anyway. You can't, you can't do this. Okay, no. I can't do this? You can't do this. Okay, I can't. All right, okay, all right. <laughs> I want you to start to think about widening your collarbones, drawing your shoulder blades towards your spine and down your back. Okay. Can I speak at all? Yes, you can. Okay. So think about what I'm noticing right now is that your chin is starting to (laughs) jut out like this. Uh So I want you to think about lining up the tips of your earlobes with your shoulders. Okay. And now you're going to line the tips of your earlobes over your shoulders, over your hips. So notice if you're sitting forward okay. or if you're sitting a little too back. 
Okay, Claudia, why do I feel like I am leaning to the left? Am I leaning to the left? Because that's you're probably centered, and that feels weird for you. It's so fucked up. Because you probably up. hunch one way or the other. Okay, I'm a, I'm a left mm-hmm. hunter. So Good to know. it's going to feel weird okay. when you're actually aligned. Okay. Yep, it feels weird. So you're holding your breath. So I want you to inhale through your nose, exhale through your nose. <laughs> Sorry, is it okay to laugh? Yeah. Okay. okay. Inhale through your nose, one. Exhale, two. So gross on a podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Inhale, two, three. Exhale, four. Inhale, five. Exhale, six. Inhale, seven. Exhale, eight. Inhale, nine. Exhale, ten. So now you're going to inhale, reach your arms all the way over your head, and you're going to lean over to one side. It doesn't matter which one? It doesn't matter which way. Inhale, come back up to center. Exhale, stretch to the other side. Inhale, come back up. Exhale, and you're just going to flow back and forth. Keeping both hips rooted to your chair. Don't hold your breath in and out your nose. (laughs) Inhale, come back up to center and take a pause. You're going to take your fingers behind your back, interlace them, start to pull them away from your back. Should I have cracked my knuckles? No. Okay. So interlace your fingers at the bottom of your spine. Okay. Now start to take them away. Did I locate the bottom of my spine correctly? You're going to grab the back of your chair. Start to draw your elbows towards each other. Okay. Start to lift your heart. Okay. Don't hold your breath. <laughs> I'm thinking about Temple of Doom and feeling like somebody is going to rip my heart out. Good, and then go ahead and release your hands back to your thighs. Drop your chin to your neck. Inhale, take one ear to one shoulder. Exhale, back to center. Inhale, go to the other side. Exhale, back to center. Inhale, take a pause right here. So you're going to extend your left arm. How, how far? Don't hold your breath. Just right there, just so you feel a little bit of a stretch right okay. through your shoulders. Go ahead and release your arm. Exhale back to center. Inhale to the other side. Take a few breaths right here. To the other side. Now extend <laughs> your right arm. <laughs> Sorry. There's a wall, so I'm doing it dumb. No, wall will help. Really? Mm -hmm. My arm's too long. Exhale, release your hand back to your thigh. Drop your head back to center. Come up to a neutral spine. And release your breath. And that's something you can do at your desk. So you're not like this all the time. So what is that? What would that be called? What did we just do? Poses, asana, chair yoga. Chair yoga? Just chair yoga? Mm -hmm. Okay, so just, but, okay, so... what makes that not stretching and makes it yoga? Um, it is stretching. Okay, but it's just being having it's the flow. It's the combination of the things. Like, there's a difference between stretching and timing out the breaths, timing out the way that they move when you pull, when you don't pull. There's a lot of uh, yoga that uh, separates itself from stretching in terms of like you can stretch your arms, but almost all of yoga is based on the idea that like if you were a rubber band. 
that you're not just pulling the rubber band in one direction, but you're actually trying to pull the rubber band in two or three different directions. Okay. Like that you're not just putting your arm out here to stretch, but you're also moving your neck in the opposite direction and that you're also stretching your back and in that way. And you're also breathing. Okay. And, yeah. Cool. It's an awareness and that's everything sort of working together and that it, it goes from one thing into the next and that there's a logic about how it, it works. Right. That isn't just like, well, I'm... I'm stretching this thing. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. The breath is so important, and it's something that we don't we don't think about. We're mindless about the fact that you know we can breathe, um, and so often stress is connected to our breath. So if we can get to a point where we can say, "All right, so I can take a longer exhale here," and that's going to calm me down. Um, it's it's such a huge thing. In a day to day, you yeah. know, like when you are bogged down with something and 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 uh, like writing something or trying to come up with, you know, a new set or something like yeah. that, and you forget your breath, and it's a great time to pause and go. In, in, let me detach from whatever's going on. Let me take a breath. Let me move a little bit. So now I have a new perspective and I've had space, so I can come back to that, and maybe something will come out of it. Okay. Cool. Do you do yoga? No. Do you know people who do yoga? Yes. Can you name any yoga positions? No. Do you do yoga? I do some yoga. My mother's a yogi master. Damn. In the blood. Do you do yoga? Yes, I do. Every day. It's all a mental state. I I feel like if if you do it in the morning, you're probably going to be more energized for your day. But if you do it at night, you're more relaxed. So... Without it, you probably wouldn't be either of those things. <laughs> yeah. So tell me about personalities, obsessed people versus people oh. that just do yoga sometimes. People who are uh, really hardcore, you know, they have their spaces. And sometimes people walk in late and you can see people getting upset and trying to still be very yoga-like. What's really going on is they're saying namaste and what you're not hearing is namaste, motherfucker. <laughs> if you could invent a yoga pose yourself, what would it be? crazy dancer what's the crazy dancer Uh, i would say some sort of twisting pose that's probably inverted (laughs) wow full body stretch it has to have a yoga kind of name though like an animal or a phase of the moon or something the snow angel if you could invent a yoga pose what would it be called it would probably be called the pterodactyl Like a pterodactyl. Yes, like a wild, like, uh, dinosaur yoga pose. That's so cool. What would it be? Probably be, like, me looking like I'm about to fly and take off (laughs) into the world. Is my own yoga pose something that just feels good, or is it, a, or is it like an animal, or, or a, uh, you know? Let's so, go with animal. Well, a lot of the good ones are taken. There's already dolphin pose, down dog. What uh, about what if there was a lemur pose? What would that be? That would that would like just like you pop your head up and then disappear, kind of. Is that what they do? That's a meerkat. meerkat. Oh, what are lemurs do? like jump sideways. Oh, I don't shoot. I don't, yeah, fuck I, lemurs. We're going to move on to our How Obsessed Are You questions, so feel free to answer these uh, however you like. Uh, these You're going to win. <laughs> there are no right or wrong That's answers, much like in yoga. <laughs> so, Claudia, do you think about yoga every day? Yes. Brock, do you think about yoga every day? We're getting there. Okay. Are you, Is that a goal? Do you want to think about it every day? Yeah, I think so. So you, just because it will make you like more mindful and peaceful? I th- maybe I do think about it every day because I am aware of the days I don't make it because there is a, a thing when you throw yourself in very quickly 
And then like I had to go on do some shows out of town for a week and couldn't do yoga. And I've never felt worse than I did in those oh, days. Wow. Like, oh, I'm going through like a withdrawal. Like I didn't center myself today or do any stretches and I drank uh, whiskey all night. Uh, I feel like a bad person. Is that oh, okay? okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, awesome. Uh, Claudia, would you get a yoga-based tattoo? Yes, I'm going to get one. You are? Yeah. <laughs> uh, what and where? Um, I don't know where I'm going to... Um, I don't know where I'm going to get it yet. I'm thinking maybe like a side or something. Okay. I don't know. It has to be... I, I like the back, but it has to be... I've got to figure that out. It has to be symmetrical. It needs, okay, it needs to be symmetrical. Random. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, so if it was off-center, that would bug you. Yeah, You absolutely. would feel like you would weight you over to one side. Okay. And then I'd have to get something to balance it, but it's going to be the right thing. And So what is your yoga tattoo? What is the actual image? Um, it's actually um, a, like a mantra. Okay. What is the mantra? I have to get it. So go to him. I'm going to get it so I can read you the whole thing because I don't want to mess up a word. Okay. Uh, would you get a, a yoga tattoo, Rock? Mine is a Sam Smith crossover tattoo called <laughs> Namaste with me. Because uh, <laughs> you're all I need, of course, uh, is uh, the implied second line. But uh, I think we see where we're going. <laughs> yes. Would you, so would you actually get, yeah, does it mean enough to you at this point? Would you get a tattoo? Or would it feel like, would that feel like a cheapening? Uh, one of my teachers uh, keeps trying to come up with this uh she keeps pitching that she wants to have this set of yoga pants that has a series of arrows on them to show where your legs should always be pointing during certain things and so on and so forth. And at some point <laughs> I did say to her, it feels like you've really set up a series of tattoos. And she was like, you could use them. You keep getting it wrong. And I was like, if I got a series of yoga arrows, like small yoga arrows to remind me how to do it just on my body, like <laughs> this is how much I'm dedicated to trying to get this right. I'm yeah. going to do one thing good in my life. That stresses me out, the idea of having something tattooed on your body to remind you that you're never quite getting it right. <laughs> yeah. And, and that's what yoga has given me. An acceptance with that. That's okay. <laughs> I have that tattooed on my soul already. All right. Are you ready with your Yeah. So your I'm going to get chance? the Sanskrit version of this, but what it translate to translates to is may all beings everywhere be happy and free and may the thoughts words and actions of my own life contribute in some way to the happiness and to that freedom for all so in sanskrit it is loka samasta sukino bhavantu well that's awesome that's yeah. awesome because so when when people who know this look at that they will see this beautiful message that they can translate and mm -hmm. other people will see like some sort of Lovecraftian Scripts, inscription. Like, yeah. <laughs> this is summoning the dark gods. Uh, those were yeah. Worf's yeah. final words on Next Generation. So, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's so, awesome. Sanskrit and Klingon are very similar. Very close. <laughs> very close. Awesome. Claudia, would you start a conversation with a random stranger about yoga? Uh, probably. Would you need any sort of instigator to like, would you need to see somebody with a mat or with a tattoo? Or would you just walk up to a person and go like, Hey, what about yoga? <laughs> <laughs> I probably wouldn't do that, but if there was some sort of tattoo or something, you know, everybody's got like a um okay or something out here. So, like, hey, <laughs> so does but, that mean something or? Yeah. <laughs> so everybody has one. So that, does, a, lot that a lot of people. But so does that when you see that tattoo, does that make you think that person legitimately is into yoga, or do you think I would hope they, so? Okay, you really do because there's a difference between that and somebody being like. I found inner peace, <laughs> dummies. <laughs> Back off. I'm beyond reproach. Uh, Brock, would you start a conversation with a random stranger about yoga? Yeah, whichever way that goes, I guess. <laughs> you mean if it's going to be a good conversation or a bad conversation? or? Yeah. I mean, there are a, 
I feel like there are other people in my life, especially in stand-up, that I would have that conversation. I have had that conversation with that have heard me do bits about it on stage. Like, you know, I've really been thinking about getting into yoga. And I'm about sort of like the same as with people wanting to get into stand-up. I'm like, maybe it's not for you. Like, you don't you don't have to. Like, I, I just, I know you well enough to know maybe you're not going to find what you're looking for there. Right. So Okay, so, so if it was a stranger that you had some idea of where they were going with this, you would try uh, to get out of that conversation. I hear the girls have, like, tight pants. You're like, all right. Yeah. Sorry, yeah, right? no, yeah. yoga's not for you. Fair enough. At, at some point... It, the sexuality has gone from it entirely, and you're just a bunch of sweaty, sweaty farting, party yeah. bodies. It's <laughs> fine. Yeah. I was going to ask a question about sexuality, and then you guys answered it with all the farting. And it is amazing how quickly it went away. Because, oh, yeah. like, like class one or two, I was like, everyone in here is so hot. And by like class three, I was like, we are all just trying our best. We're all just energy in this world. This is just, we're just energy wrapped in farting meat bodies. Yeah, right? I'll, I'll be like, did you see that, like, girl? I'm like, I did not. I, I miss I miss everything now. I don't see anyone else in the class, except because and there is something about it when you're very bad at it that yeah. you stop uh, you stop recognizing the physicality of other people and really focus on your own disappointments in yourself. Aww. And it's hard to. That is the best selling point so far that I've heard for me doing yoga. Uh, Claudia, would you watch a movie about yoga made by Michael Bay? Oh. <laughs> Scrimshaw. Whatever piece you've built up in this podcast, I have taken away. I can't even imagine yeah. a movie about yoga. Well, this is the test to, to see how obsessed you are. If it's like it's about yoga, but it can't possibly be good because it's by this person who is the opposite of yoga, would you still see it? A lot of tight pants and yeah, Michael Namaste. <laughs> Exploding yoga. Michael Bayest. I mean, yeah. probably. <laughs> I mean, I was, you know, I was like looking, I, I was looking when I first got Netflix for like, I was maybe they have a yoga class on Netflix or something. And instead I found this yoga movie that's, I think a South Korean horror movie. Like, I have to watch awesome. it. Okay. So you did just watch it. And was it good? Yeah, it was great. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it was really good. I was like, this is a good, this is a good premise. So Michael Bay might surprise you. <laughs> sure. Okay. But so you, you, would you pay like $15 to see that movie? I would or... pay $9. Nine, $9. <laughs> okay. I would see it at the Lumley 7 in North Hollywood. Nice. Okay. Not in 3D. Not in 3D. Okay. You don't, you don't want that Michael Bay nah, butt yoga in your face? I just want to, I just want to. Get the gist. Okay. How about you, Brock? Would you see oh, the Michael yeah. Bay? <laughs> <laughs> I don't pay to see this film. It's just called Yoga. Great Yoga. Nice. Because, uh, the very first time I'd done anything related to yoga was a few years previous. I got a Wii Fit. Oh, I yeah. I loaded up the yoga thing. And uh, in my Koreatown apartment, when I tried to do that for the first time, it was the first earthquake I experienced in LA. Oh, oh So I did wow. convince myself... If you're ever quiet in your head, the world starts to hit. So that's why you got to be who you are. Just keep being Brock Wilbur. Never stop. Just be yourself. So there is, there is. I can see the horror premise there. Like, ah, if I just get comfortable and fine, uh, the 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 rift between the worlds will open. Uh, I can't Pacific Rim this. That's not a good pose. Uh, Claudia, would you swear to none if she said yoga was evil? Yes. If a nun just got up in your face, would you swear to? Yeah. Her? Fuck that girl. <laughs> nice. How about Just you, Just because she's a nun doesn't mean she's a good person. Yeah, who cares about yeah. nuns? Who are you? And what is this? I, I misunderstood the premise of yeah, your no? Catholic Every podcast. nun and every priest, they're all such great people. No, this is one of the questions that people react to the most differently. They're either like, yeah, fuck nuns. Or they're like, yeah. oh, no, I could never. Why? 
I, who are your nun defender friends? <laughs> you guys are both doing the shrugging pose. They both did the, what the hell are you talking about? What's the deal with that Seinfeld pose from 1996? <laughs> this is bullshit. I swear to the nun, Jerry. <laughs> I swear to the nun, Jerry. Would you cosplay as the concept of yoga at Comic-Con? Yeah. Yeah. How yeah. would you do it? I don't know. What would I do? I might, you know, I might, like, just pick like a goddess or, or deity or something oh, nice. cosplay is that like Kali or something like with a red tongue and like you know <laughs> red tongue and the goddess the of transformation and, the... and death oh nice yeah. nice how about you Brock would you cosplay I think I'd have to just a whole bunch of the white straps <laughs> just all over my body and then would use that as an excuse to take action figures uh, <laughs> pretty flimsy excuse but uh, so you would dress up as yoga in an effort to steal to rob merch to rob from comic con it's a flawless plan and here's why I don't understand either thing <laughs> good answer good answer uh, this is the final how obsessed are you question if the only way you could do yoga is if you or someone you love first had to be punched in the groin would you still do yoga sure okay <laughs> good talk no that's the end fine good yes uh, what? Doing, so doing like, yoga so is like, getting punched in the groin. What are you even okay, asking? Right. You do it to yourself. Okay. So it's like I have to punch my boyfriend in the dick and then I can practice yoga? Well, it's up to you. The question allows you to choose if it's you or someone you love. So it I could choose, be. I would choose someone I love. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so would you let your boyfriend know what's happening or would it be he's just in a different city doing acting work and you go to yoga and suddenly he's punched in the groin? Just, like, <laughs> just yeah, cosmically. Yeah, I mean, text him later. You'll, you'll text him later. That just, was me. That was me. Just like when you <laughs> farted. Yes. That was me. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Brock. If that was part of your yoga ritual, no, nope. uh, you're not answering no. this question. No, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna tell you which woman I would punch to do yoga. No. So would you what take? What is my boyfriend too? So... Oh, of course. And then I'll let you take credit. You seem to love that. That's what I know about. Let you. me specify the question for you, Brock. Yeah. If it was a, when you walked into the studio, yes, you personally had to punch your own self in the groin. Is the first movement you did? Would you do that? That's some weird Da Vinci code. Yeah, no, it's awful. But I ask everybody this question. And sometimes it's just like, would you punch yourself to keep watching this TV show? Ha ha. And then it's sometimes like yoga, which is something like, <laughs> in order to get peaceful and be aware of would your body you and accept it, would you violence. violently damage it yourself? I it's guess a weird I'd have question. to take back my answer then. So, but would you? Wait, she can't walk it back right as you <laughs> ask me. You know, and forget what I said. Let's hear what you have to say, though. <laughs> Yeah, sure. I'll punch myself in the dick for yoga, Joseph Scrimshaw. Oh, thank you. Thank you for my pull quote for this episode. Your of worst Frank Capra. <laughs> it's a very funny dick punch for yoga, Joseph Scrimshaw. Yeah. So, Claudia, why are you changing your answer now? Well, because in hindsight, wanting to lead a compassionate and kind life, I guess dick punching isn't... And I don't that. understand it at all. So, <laughs> uh, excellent. Uh, but in general, you're, you're, the spirit is that you would you would pass some sort of physical pain in order to do yoga, since that's a part of what yoga is, right? No, I mean, it, feel, it feels like not. what you guys I mean, are it's saying. About, no, yoga is no suffering. So, but yeah. you suffer when you do it, right? It yeah. hurts. No, but no, no, no. Working hard is different than hurting or harming yourself or right. someone else. Yeah, I'm not comparing yoga to actually punching yourself in the crotch, but I guess I am. 
there, there was there was like there was a lot of balance in that though. Where like I was gonna say I wasn't Which, saying that, what and then was I admitted happening that I was. wasn't happening. <laughs> okay, this has been a great episode. Oh yeah, no, I, I my body feels much better. I got some free yoga out of the deal. I got some free emotional and physical therapy. I'm uh, angry. <laughs> well, I've been asking people to make a noise to sum up their obsession with yoga. Oh, <laughs> so what noise can you make to sum up your obsession with yoga claudia oh it could be really cheesy here oh oh mm. is that the main is that do pe- people for real do do that I the noise it's like one of the main noises yeah it's a great way to like center unify everybody and to start linking breath okay and sound is a great way to focus things so. okay should we own our way out of this uh, yeah, the podcast isn't over yet. Uh, there's some, there's still some more questions coming. But, but is that the noise you want to make too for your obsessed yeah, noise? Your so. ohms? All right, Claudia, lead us. I'm right. listening people in some ohms. All right, so nice and tall again. Oh, shit, <laughs> I wouldn't have done this if I knew I had to sit tall like a freak. <laughs> Close your eyes. Oh, oh, super vulnerable. All I the things Ooh. I hate. Inhale through your nose, and we are going to ohm to close out this podcast. No, we're not. There's still more, a lot more podcasts left. We're going to close out <laughs> no, this podcast. No, gonna, I'm going to ask you more questions, <laughs> just being clear. Inhale. Oh. <laughs> oh. I can't. Can I just say that's one of my favorite things to do is sometimes we'll do an ohm where one person will start and then another person will join in and just organically happens. It's one of the coolest things yeah. to ever experienced. It's yeah. the improv game yeah, of yoga, Joseph. It is. Oh, okay. Okay. It zip zaps up, but it is. good. Yeah. And then it just starts building and building and it's very cool. 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 Uh, all right. So I, I've also, I'm sorry, I can't, I, I, yeah, I, it's nice to get some stretching and it's nice to like get a sense of it, but like. Honestly, like I can't relax enough. Like if you're when, not I'm, used when I'm to doing it, something, it's something like this. that's new to you, it's going to be uncomfortable. And yeah, it's relaxing super is its own muscle. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I mean, I am relaxed it. in a social way because this is like fun, and I like you guys. But I, I think it's that that mm-hmm. I'm hosting a podcast now. I can't um. Mm-hmm. That's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if I close my eyes, they'll steal the microphones. <laughs> <laughs> what if all reality just changes while my eyes are closed, and they're just they, they, you, you get me all peaceful ohm, and then I open my eyes, and you're just gone. You've left my home. <laughs> <laughs> that wouldn't be cool. Uh, That's how I worry friendship works. <laughs> uh, okay, so I've been rating people's uh, obsessions. Uh, Claudia, I'm going to give you seven out of seven ohms. I think you this is like fully integrated into your life mm-hmm. because yoga is the positive side of obsession, right? Because it's something that you want to be totally immersed in. Mm-hmm. So it is like the most positive version of an obsession where it is not detracting at all from your life. It's only adding to it, right? Right. And it kind of, in order to get the most out of it, it has to be a focus. Right. Like, you have to spend yeah. time on it. Yeah. Okay. And I'm in the midst of this training, so it's like, it's every day. It's all It's all, all the, the stuff. Yeah. Okay. And, Brock, I'm going to give you five out of seven ohms because you you are way more affected by your yoga experiences than I than I previously knew before we did this mm. podcast. Yeah. In, in a good and fun mm-hmm. way. Mm-hmm. Better Brock. Better. <laughs> Anything that makes this better. Uh, BB. Excellent. Excellent. Uh, do you guys have anything that you want to plug? The podcast will be coming out in about a week. Is there anything that you guys want to let people know about or where they can find you on the social medias? Uh, yeah, you can follow me at Claudia Dolph 
um, everywhere, and then follow at Geek Girl Authority um, everywhere. Uh, on Twitter, it's at Geek Girl Off. There's that. We got some <laughs> stuff coming up, but awesome. Next few months. You can find my work at uh, at Geek Girl Off on Twitter. Uh, <laughs> there is no Audrey. It's just this funny persona <laughs> I made up years ago. Brian, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, your costume is amazing. It really is. You saw how I cosplayed. Uh, yeah, at Brock Wilbur on all the social media things. Uh, Inverse.com is a good place to read writing. Uh, places like uh, Pajiba and Zam and stuff like that are, are cool places that have some of my writing. It's a uh, Fun time to be on the internet. We we. Oh, I should mention since we're talking about yoga, I should mention yeah. my yoga studio, Yoga Blend. I work there. I teach there. Um, yoga Blend and Burbank on Magnolia, right next to the donut shop and empanada store. <laughs> That's awesome. See, you you knew there was going to be a Russian donut. <laughs> well, I knew that almost every I'm yoga drag store. Into this class, it's going to be so fun. Every for me. yoga. I said yoga store. Every yoga. What what what's the noun? For yoga store. What's the, what's the noun? It's a yoga what? Class? A yoga? What's yoga the space? Class. A, but what's the space called? It's Studio. not a yoga store. Studio. Thank you confused you. yogurt <laughs> land and yoga <laughs> land. If you, so every yoga studio is probably by a donut store in LA. Like just by odds. You think? Right. Mine's next to a Petco. So every time I pass through <laughs> to get back to my car, I see a bunch of little kitties up for adoption. Aww. And a bunch of cute little fish and they float around. <laughs> uh, so and we're going to end the podcast by asking my weirdo questions that I always end the podcast with. They mm-hmm. don't have anything to do with your, your obsession, but they can if you want. Claudia, if there was a cocktail created in your honor, what would it be made out of and what would it be called? Well, it'd probably be a whiskey base, whiskey or bourbon base. Uh, and then I'd want to make it like healthy somehow. <laughs> so, Let's like, walk it back. Fresh, fresh lemon juice and maybe some rosemary in there or okay. something. Whiskey um, and green machine? Like, yes. just, <laughs> just aspirin, right? Fresh, That's healthy. Fresh, freshly juiced lemon and, and orange. Um, and. Well, I have a shirt that says Kiss My Asana, which I really like, so I'd call it Kiss My Asana. <laughs> That's great. I also like the drink name, uh, a drink that would be called Healthy Somehow. <laughs> <laughs> this is my Healthy This somehow. is my cocktail called Healthy Somehow. Uh, Brock, if you could yell one sentence and everyone in the world would hear you, what sentence would you yell? Fucking stop. <laughs> stop it stop it that's very good uh claudia the final question for everyone on the podcast is what is happiness hmm you know really that's easy. everyone's answer yep. <laughs> i think happiness is working towards that thing that you love and spending time with the people that mean the most and who are uplifting around you a fine answer brock you have answered this before but I don't remember what your answer was. Uh, so what is happiness to you now, post-yoga? Uh, not wasting your time. Awesome. That is a great answer. Thank you guys very much. That is our podcast. You've been listening to Obsessed. Joseph Scrimshaw and his guest shared some stories with the rest. Rate five stars if you're impressed. Okay, so we're going to try the ohm again because I fucked it up the first time. So I should do it just whenever. Just come in after me. Yeah, I'll start it. You don't have to come in right as I do it. Okay. Just come after me and it ends when it ends. And it's not a round robin. I don't need to wait my turn or anything. Mm -hmm. Okay, so just when I feel it. Yeah. Okay. And I give you the option, and I always give people the option of closing your eyes or not, because some people, it's super vulnerable to close your eyes. No, vulnerable is good. I'm going to be super vulnerable. Okay. Vulnerable as fuck. (laughs) (laughs) So have your feet 
plant it on the floor too. Okay. Sit up nice and tall again. And inhale through your nose. Oh. oh. 